The RV Miles podcast is sponsored by L.L. Bean. Now through April 28th is National Park Week, and L.L. Bean has partnered with the National Park Foundation to help you find your park. With more than 400 national parks, there's a good chance you'll find one close to home. Discover the perfect place to celebrate National Park Week at findyourpark.com. Togo is taking the RV world by storm with their all-in-one app and now their new Roadlink router, coupled with the absolute best unlimited cell data option available. We have all the details straight from the source. While RVers generally say that, uh, oh, we, we go camping to disconnect a little bit. You know, that that's true for a lot of us, but the, the reality is, is if you have reliable connectivity when you're out, even if you sort of mentally disconnect, research has shown that people actually stay out longer and camp longer when they have some reliable connectivity. More and more people are camping, but just how many more might surprise you? Try 61% of U.S. households. There's a combo RV and beach mat that lets the sand and dirt flow right through. And we've got our all-time best RVing tips. You're listening to the RV Miles Podcast. Welcome to episode 91 of RV Miles. I'm Jason. And I'm Abby. And we are two full-time travelers who, along with our boys, Jack, Ethan, and Henry, crisscross North America in our converted school bus. Each week, we talk all things RV and outdoors, from travel destinations to gear, industry news, our national parks, and a whole lot of random thoughts. We get a lot of new people on this podcast. People are new to RVing that haven't done it yet or thinking about buying one. So I thought it would be a good time right now to go through a few RV definitions. So maybe some, this is a good time for me to go get a cup of coffee. I think you're going to want to hear. Oh, this. you want me to stick some, around for this? Some important stuff that that people want to know. Uh, okay. So let's start with the A's. Okay. Air brakes. Air brakes are useful if awnings deploy during high speed travel. <laughs> Speaking of awnings, wing like appendages that can deploy at high speeds to add lift and reduced vehicle weight, like an airplane. <laughs> Batteries. Black square things that are capable of lighting your coach for about 15 minutes when it's not plugged in. If you're lucky. A blown fuse. A fuse located in an inaccessible secret location that powers everything. So what you're saying is these are the real RV definitions. <laughs> yeah. Not like those fake ones where it tells you like what the thing is supposed to do. It's really about like how the thing is going to affect your exactly. life. Yeah. Okay, good. Just checking. Diesel engine. Sounds like a herd of knock-kneed cattle. <laughs> And serves as a sign of departing camp within the next hour or two. Because you know we got to get those trucks running for a good solid 45 minutes before we leave. (laughs) Discount RV resort. Walmart. (laughs) Wall docking. Solid. (laughs) GPS navigation. A video game that's legal to play while driving. No? No? Not funny? I mean, you know, that that doesn't want... I don't do the navigating. I mean, the, listen, the only time I interact with Siri is when she tells me to proceed to the route. Okay. This, you don't use <laughs> Siri for navigation. We've gone over this a no, billion times. You don't. You use an Apple I do. Maps. What's no, wrong with you? Because I'm using an Apple phone. I am, I am <sighs> so loyal. So do I, but you know what? I Their am, maps aren't good. I am loyal to the brand. <laughs> it's just, it's part of who I am. Look, I'm trying to transition more into using Spotify as opposed to Apple Music. And I'm having a really hard time with it because I feel like I'm cheating. I feel like I'm cheating on my spouse by using Spotify. And I mean, I know you could care less. Like you are, you're like- Not I'll only use- could I care less, <laughs> neither could the brand. You don't know that. You don't need to be Look, brand loyal. Listen, somewhere in an Apple, in a big giant Apple over there in Silicon Valley, <laughs> there is an intern weeping because they just realized that Abigail Epperson fell off the train. Okay. So I'm sure that's what's going on. Yeah. There. It's like busy town out there. Somebody in the little Apple car is like. 
lowly. <laughs> I love that I was just able to drop a Richard Scary Busy Town reference. <laughs> but please continue with this this very important list that you had to have in this podcast today. A level campsite. Level campsite is any campsite that the vehicle doesn't tip over on. Anything else, that's a, level. A level campsite doesn't exist. It's like the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. We've all heard the myth. We all chase it. No one's actually ever found it yet. <laughs> RV refrigerator. An enclosure somewhat slightly cooler than hot. Capable of holding two beers. The important stuff. Doesn't need to hold anything else. An RV shower. The experience is best described as standing naked in a closet with a wet dog. (laughs) That one, look, that one actually really should have said an RV shower, extra storage. Yeah. Yeah. This is where you put your laundry. Right. Because they don't put places for laundry in these things. No, they don't. (laughs) This list, it comes from uh, Good Sam's website, actually, and I'll, I'll link to it in the show notes. There's a whole lot more on there and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's really cute. This week, we are coming to you again from the beautiful Gulf Islands National Seashore, the Pensacola area and the Fort Pickens campground where we are having a wonderful time celebrating National Park Week. I don't want to leave. No, and we're not leaving. We got we got a little time here still. We have another week, but I'm, I'm already doing that thing I do where I start counting down. I know, I, this I is know. you. I, it's just this is it. look, this is just me and all of my eccentric glory okay i'll tell you something you probably don't know this about me jay so if we go to uh like we're doing something for a weekend right let's say we check into a hotel on friday and we're checking out on a monday generally saturday night i will be saying to myself oh man we're already halfway through this trip Uh what are the things i need to get done before we leave like how how much relaxing like I stress myself out because I'm not relaxing enough. So I'm trying to figure out how I can relax more by stressing myself out even more. And I'm already lamenting in my head that the trip is coming to an end. Like I only have one more night in this hotel room after tonight. And you think <laughs> and you think I don't know this about you. This is everything. <laughs> everything i am generally a glass that glass is not half anything (laughs) whatever it is it's a quarter or less (laughs) i'm just saying i knew that today was we're leaving a week from today week (laughs) from today we will be (laughs) a week from today we will be in the beautiful gulf shores alabama we got a lot of fun places coming up we do But I'm already thinking about all of the things we want to accomplish before we leave here. And I know something's going to end up having to give. We might not get to go back to the Naval Aviation Museum a third time. You go tell Ethan that. (laughs) Because I'm not telling Ethan that. Anyway, we're having a great time. We've met some listeners here, which is cool. Very cool. And, And we're just, you know, enjoying... The sunshine. We got a little our first day of rain yesterday, um, but otherwise it's been sunny, and warm, and yeah, nice. It was beautiful too, as the storm pushed out over into the ocean to watch it. There's nothing like lightning Ooh. over the ocean. There's That's nothing amazing. like it. I'd rather watch it out over the ocean than over my right my bus. So. <laughs> and this campground is packed, and it's not just because it's National Park Week. Uh, this campground seems to always be packed now because it's such a wonderful place, but. You know what? More and more people, they're camping. You are starting to sound like a broken rucker. <laughs> I know it. I know it. But you know what? We have data. Oh, okay. An all-time high of 62% of U.S. households are campers. Or at least have somebody in the household that considers themselves a camper. How does that work? Let's say you're a household of, let, let, let's say it's the five of us. Yeah. Are you? You're just a solo camper in a family of five. How's that work? I don't know. Teenager that goes with their friends and, Are you and serious? the rest of their family's not interested <laughs> in it. I don't know. They're like, we're just going to stay here indoors. I'm just curious. I mean, I could see that in a way would be like, hey, so Jason, do you consider yourself a camper? And you'd be like, I absolutely do. When we were living in Chicago, if they came and did that survey, 
and they're like, do you consider yourself a camper? You'd be like, I absolutely do. And they'd be like, when was the last time you went camping? 10 years ago. (laughs) Well, what decade are we in? (laughs) KOA campgrounds of America, the largest campground chain in, in North America, they do an annual survey, an annual study. And it's really the only data that we really have, uh, the serious data about campers. And they say that more than 7.2 million new households in the U.S. have started camping over the past five years. That's about 6% of U.S. households, bringing the total number to 78.8 million. There are not enough campgrounds for (laughs) 78.8 million campers. Of the 1.4 million households that started camping in 2018 alone, 56% are millennials, 51% are from non-white groups. Millennials currently make up the largest segment of campers at 41%, up 7% from 2014, and Gen Xers make up 36%. I'll bet those millennials don't take a top sheet with them. <laughs> we read an article that said That's ridiculous. millennials don't use top sheets anymore. Yeah, because they're a pain in the butt. You know what my response was? Nobody uses a top sheet. I mean, you use it the first night and then it ends up wadded up at the end of no. the bed. <laughs> Just leave it there. <laughs> I When I go to make our bed, I will always, I'll go and I'll go to pull the top sheet out. And I'm like, do I really need this? Do I really want to use this and then have to wash it? And I'm like, no. I mean, at this point, you and I don't even share a blanket. We each have our own blanket because it's just easier that way. I don't have to share with you and you don't have to share with me. So the idea that we would try to share a top sheet and then each have our own blankets, it's like that sleeping bag that we talked about where like you can zip it down the middle. It can be one like a a sleeping bag for two people or a sleeping bag for one. Makes no sense. It was pointless. It was pointless. (laughs) Top sheets are pointless. Good on you, millennials, for figuring it out. We don't really like the idea of breaking things out into millennials versus no, others. No, we don't. But uh, it's clear that campers are getting younger and they're getting much more diverse. It's really starting to closely actually reflect the the makeup of, of people in the U.S. I think that's the most important number to grab yeah. out of this whole thing is that camping is becoming more diverse. It's becoming more accessible for all types of people. It's becoming more welcoming for all types of people. I love that number. I love to see it. And I look forward to seeing it grow as the years go on. And most people, most of these new campers say that the reason that they decided to start camping was because they have children in the household. And 63% camp more than seven nights per year of these new people that are camping that have families. 63% camp more than seven nights per year and two thirds plan to camp more in 2019. And I think that different visitors bureaus, different cities and the national parks and across the country, they're starting to recognize this. They're starting to recognize that families are choosing camping as their form of vacation. And we have talked with a couple of the visitors bureaus that we have recently met as we've been in the Gulf Coast, and that is on their mind. They know that this is the pool now that they need to start tapping into in order to keep their city robust and keep tourism coming to it. They need to start accessing the camper. And I look forward and I think we were just talking to someone about how that can come into the forms of and they were talking about it, creating more campgrounds, creating campgrounds within their counties, within their cities that encourage people to come and still have that experience of camping and be in nature, but then also still be able to go out and explore what's around them. Yeah, I think a lot of people that aren't campers view camping as some place where people go to get away from it all. Right. And then you never leave. Like you yeah, roll you up in there the and you stay there the whole time. Which is certainly how some people camp. Um, but a lot of people now use campgrounds just as they would use a hotel as, as a base camp for visiting an area. But how nice would it be if you had that choice? Yeah. Maybe one vacation you feel like, for instance, going to the Buffalo River and staying in that campground where you're there's really nowhere else to go, nothing to do outside of being there at the Buffalo. No you don't even know cell service, no, nothing. nothing. You get the full immersive inside the park with nature experience. Or, for instance, the Army Corps of Engineer campground that we love near Nashville. That's just plucked right down there in the heart of Nashville. And we were able to still have a really great experience at the campground and feel like we were 
camping in nature, but then have all of Nashville basically at our doorstep to go and explore. And I think to be able to have more options like that, to have variety inside the camping world, that is only going to benefit everybody. Absolutely. And this study is full of a heck of a lot more information and insights into who is out there camping and what some of the trends are. And I'll I'll link to the whole thing in the show notes. KOA has made it publicly available. And you can find our show notes at rvmiles.com slash the episode number. So this episode is 91, rvmiles.com slash 91. Hey, if you've been listening over the last couple of weeks, you know we absolutely love our Pelican Coolers from PelicanCoolers.com. But maybe what you didn't know is that Pelican Coolers come in a variety of colors. I mean, you name it, they've probably got it. We have the 30-quart cooler, the hard-sided cooler, that just looks so good up against Wonderbus. In the tan and green. Yeah, I mean, it just was like this cooler was made to lay right up against our bus because our bus has that tan and green. It kind of has that national park feel. That's sort of what we were going with it. But Pelican Coolers has come out in their 20-quart. Now, we have the 30-quart, but in their 20-quart, They have 18 different colors. They are the rainbow and then some. (laughs) (laughs) And and the the other sizes have a lot of colors as well. You can really match your RV. You can match your vehicle or just get something in a color that you like. But they're not boring colors. No. I mean, they just launched. They're combo colors for the most part. It's usually like dark gray and green or... Uh, Well, they they just launched that coral and white, which Mm -hmm. is such a departure from like a traditional cooler color, right? It's coral and white and it's so vibrant and so pretty. So I love the fact that they think outside the box with their colors, just as they think outside the box with their coolers. They are a trusted company since 1976 and they are made in America. And RV Miles listeners can get a free tumbler with purchase. All you have to do is go over to Pelican Cooler dot com slash RV miles. You will get a free tumbler with any purchase. It's time for the answer to last week's brain teaser, which went like this. I can be quick and then I'm deadly. I'm a rock shell and bone medley. If I was made into a man, I'd make people dream. I gather in millions by ocean, sea and stream. And the answer, of course, is sand. And boy, do we have a lot of that right now. We do. I'm just talking about in the bus. Yeah, too. it's all over. Jack's Jack's bed is like Jack's a, bed was like a, a beach. beach. <laughs> when he said to me the other night, he's like, "Mom, I got sand in my bed." I was like, "Oh, okay." You know, I was like, "Okay, son, sure." You know, I figured he had a few like grain kernels, and so I went over there the other day and put my hand in there, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> he's got a lot of sand in this bed." Okay, I guess maybe we should try to figure this out for him. How it got there, Jason, I have no idea. Our winner this week is Teresa Murphy from Michigan, who will be receiving a Not All Who Wander or Lost t-shirt, and you'll have a chance to win yours coming up later in the show. You guys know that we've been talking for several weeks now about Togo. The Togo platform includes their app and now their new Roadlink 2 internet solution. And Togo is an advertiser on the show, but we are just in love with the new road link, particularly for the data plan that comes with it. And we really think that this is a major step forward for our viewers. Perhaps you might call it a game changer. Perhaps you might. You looked over at me and you just stole my thunder. I see you, Jason Epperson. Seriously, there is nothing on the market like this available to our viewers. Nothing this affordable for unlimited data. So we really wanted to talk with Togo to find out a little bit more about the device itself and about the company and what they have planned for the future because Togo is very new. They've only really launched last year, late last year. They really kind of threw everything at the wall. They have just gone headfirst into the RV industry and really trying to improve the life of the RVer. It amazes me that in such a short time, You know, you would think the app is the app and that would really be the focus because that's a big thing to get under, you know, to undertake and to put out. But then to drop this road link, it's 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 pretty amazing. And the way they 
plan to connect things in the future uh, is is really exciting for any RV owner. So we were fortunate to talk with Stephen Heilman, who is the vice president of marketing and customer experience at Togo, about the company, about the app, and about the Roadlink hardware. Stephen, welcome to the podcast. It's great to be here. I'd like to start out by talking a, a bit about Togo as a company. You guys sort of came out of nowhere, but uh, have, a, have a lot of big backing from Thor. But where did the idea of Togo come from and what's sort of the the goal? Yeah, so the the idea started quite a while ago and it started in a couple of different places all over the world, actually. And it was just happenstance of, of a variety of players uh, collaborating together and you know networking. And, you know, it, it started with a handful of ideas here in the U.S. Uh, at Airstream. Um, I was was working at Airstream. Airstream, along with Bob Wheeler, who's the president and CEO at, at Airstream today, um, and a couple of others from the Airstream team were working on you know, their current smart trailer project that, that launched last year and realized we, we were heading in a path that could serve the greater industry a lot better. Um, rather than than just Airstream, and then um, you know the parent company of Airstream is Thor Industries. And uh, um, they had been talking to some folks in New Zealand um, about similar things. And, you know, we eventually managed to, to put together a joint venture between Thor Industries and this company in New Zealand called THL, which stands for Tourism Holdings Limited. You know, Thor is the largest RV manufacturer in the world. THL is the largest rental operator in the world. Um, there's thousands of RV rentals in operation in the U.S. and a variety of other uh, countries. Um, the names, the names that us U.S. folk would recognize would be uh, El Monte RV and Road Bear, more predominant in the, the western half of country. But uh, those are our THL brands. So the, the the two big entities then come together to create this joint venture to basically push technology-driven customer experience solutions um, to the wider industry. There is an El Monte RV sitting next to me in the campground right <laughs> now here in, in Fort Pickens uh, in the lovely panhandle of Florida. The first big product that Togo put out is the Togo app. And this is a app that allows RVers of any different type to get maintenance information, uh, schedule checklists, all sorts of stuff. Uh, but it has some other functionality starting, I guess, with Airstream and, and moving into some other RV brands, especially the ones that Thor owns. Can you elaborate on how the app works a little bit and and how that connectivity works? Yeah, so the, the app uh, ecosystem is relatively simple. It, it just seems um, sometimes uh, a little complex because what we've done is we've said we've built this Togo app and we have these other brands in the, the industry um, like Thor Motor Coach or Airstream or, or um, Heartland. And they also have this need for customers to be able to you know have checklists at their fingertip and manage maintenance and service. And they've wanted to to say, well, can we give the customer, you know, a customized maintenance schedule that's specific to their Heartland RV or to their Thor Motor Coach? We said, well, yeah, we can actually leverage the Togo platform um, that we we've built and give, you know, that Thor Motor Coach customer a Thor Motor Coach app that runs with Togo, basically. So if you are a Heartland RV owner, you can download the Heartland app and it effectively does all the same things that the Togo app does, uh, except that it does it in a way that's that's more tailored to uh, a Heartland product. That allows a customer, you know, an RV owner to really just sort of bask in their brand and stay sort of unique and tailored to their vehicle and their ownership experience. Um, but in the aftermarket space, uh, an RV owner can actually use the, the Togo app and customize it as, as they uh, see fit for their particular vehicle. What's the long-term plan for the app? Is there going to be the, or is there already the ability for, for instance, your your dealership to have your service records uh, available for you to access yeah so um i think you know you guys are smart and you kind of see where we're we're headed a little bit it doesn't uh doesn't take a, a rocket scientist 
to figure out um, what we've built so far and that with this ability to sort of record your maintenance and and take a maintenance item and queue it up for a, a technician to be um, to work on it later so that you create this sort of virtual glove box of items that need repaired so that when you get to the dealership, you can just sort of say, here's my list, right? But the challenge is today it's stuck in the app. We're absolutely working on functionality to essentially hand off that information to your preferred service center so that you could you know, effectively get that, that work quoted or get that work scheduled. Um, we all know that this service side of the industry is is pretty overwhelmed right now. There's a lot of vehicles and a lack of service technicians. So uh, the more we can help uh, an RVer to to plan that work and to get it scheduled and to get it documented in a way that makes the service center really truthfully understand what it is you need done. You know, because you can save pictures of you know repair items in that uh, log today in the app. So imagine. Imagine when we're able to just literally pass, you know, those words and those pictures in a in a ticket, if you will, a support ticket to the dealership. So the dealership has a wealth of information about the issue instead of a customer trying to describe a part that they have no idea what's called over mm-hmm. over a phone. Um, we've all been there. Um, we've all had cars before we had RVs, and trying to tell the dealer what's wrong with it can sometimes be a little overwhelming. So the app is free and anybody can go download it now and and start using it. Uh, One of the features that I really love about it is the access to all of the the checklists that you have available and the the opportunity to write your own checklist. Uh, But then also the all the how to information that you guys have. It's also available on the website. If you go to the to uh, runswithtogo.com, you can just look at all the how to videos in there. Is the idea also that this is just an ecosystem that you'll continue to expand to be sort of an all-in-one place for RVers to have everything they need digitally in one place? Yeah. So when you we, we talked about this virtual glove box concept, right? Like when you think about it in that sense, you've got that owner's manual in your glove box that kind of tells you... Um, how certain things work. Um, we view the app as that sort of virtual resource to try to be as helpful as possible when you have those questions that you're not quite sure how to answer. And, you know, yeah, you can, you know, search for stuff on YouTube, but you get a lot of things related to houses and cars and other things that don't necessarily apply to RV and, and all the ads associated with that. So uh, we're trying to provide a simple one-stop shop for for that how-to content and the app's free today and we're we'll likely launch a premium version in the future um and add some you know additional features and you know additional deeper content to that but uh our plan is to always have a free version of the app to cover uh cover the basics for for the entire industry so to expand on on your digital offerings you've you guys have actually launched some hardware the the togo road link this is a really cool sounding device and um all of a sudden is uh, opening up some opportunities for people who are looking for really solid internet connection full-time unlimited when they're out there on the road what is the road link yeah, so Roadlink for us was a, a collaboration with a hardware manufacturer called WineGuard. Um, they've been in the industry for quite a while, making different antennas um, and connectivity solutions, and with um, a relationship we built with AT and T and their connected car group. We, you know, did a lot of research before we created the Togo brand, and and understood pretty quickly that there was a uh, a pretty deep need for connectivity solutions in the RV community. Um, there were some solutions out there, but there there wasn't a really broad solution yet. And there weren't any data plans that were just tailored to RVers. So that felt like an opportunity for us. Combine that with some of the research that KOA has produced that shows while RVers generally say that, uh, oh, we, we go camping to disconnect a little bit. You know, that, that's true for a lot of us, but the, the reality is, is if you have reliable connectivity when you're out, even if you sort of mentally disconnect, research has shown that people actually stay out longer and camp longer 
when they have some reliable connectivity, even if they're weekend warriors or seasonal RVers, um, that proves true because they, they effectively, you know, have the ability to connect and pay a few bills or, or check back in with work for a day. Um, it just gives you, gives you a little more flexibility to spend more time in the outdoors. And that's, I think that's kind of what we're all, all after. So the, the road link device gives us the, you know, capability to offer a, an unlimited data plan by AT&T. It's an annual prepaid data plan. So you get unlimited data for 12 months. It's $360. You want to check out the terms and conditions that come along with that, obvious, obviously. But um, um, there's also a, a pay per gigabyte plan, which is um, you know five gigs for, for 25 bucks a month. So, so there's a couple options there depending on how you use the vehicle and the, the Roadlink antenna. Um, it's a great aftermarket solution. If you don't have something on your RV today, it's an easy install. Um, most people will have a, a technician do it. it takes um, about an hour for a technician to do it. Um, but if you're comfortable doing some 12 volt wiring yourself, um, it's, it's pretty simple to do um, if you're handy. $360 a year for unlimited data, especially from a, a, a company with a network the size of AT&T is absolutely unheard of. That's just unavailable anywhere else we've found. Yeah, if, if yeah, it's 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 prepaid, so you got to pay the three sixty up front. But that's that's thirty bucks a month yeah. for unlimited data. If you look at it that way, it's um, it's an incredible deal. We are like crazy excited to bring that opportunity to RVers, and it's it's tailored to RV. It's only available in an RV application, so part of the setup. Um, you know, it requires that you enter a VIN number. So it's only available to the RV industry. So that's something that we're really proud of. Um, happy to help, um, help RVers stay connected on the road. So the device itself, it's not just a, uh, a cellular antenna though, right? It's a, it's also a Wi-Fi antenna it can pick up park Wi-Fi and that stuff. Yeah, that's the beauty of it, right? So even if, um, even if you're in a place where you're able to grab onto a strong Wi-Fi signal, um, or even a weak Wi-Fi signal that you can boost to make it a little stronger. It gives you the op- opportunity, you know, if you're at a KOA or something that happens to have a decent signal, um, you just might be farther away from the clubhouse. You can use it to boost that signal the, and, and rebroadcast that inside your RV. The beauty of that flexibility is that it gives you a couple of different ways to connect, um, gives you a backup plan for connectivity. Part of Togo's magic is that we've... Um, worked with WineGuard to create a much more simple execution of, of managing that. So you use an app effectively, um, and it's a, a pretty simple three-step process to to set it up. There's, it's it's not like that router you used to have to set up where uh, you had to you know connect your computer to it and open a web browser and type in the you know one nine two dot whatever <laughs> yes. and then and then figure out what the admin credentials were and go into some portal that was wildly too complex for the average Joe to to figure out to set up your your router. This is a, a pretty simple three step process through the through the app. And we're, we're excited about being able to offer, you know, folks an easier way to control their connectivity. Um, it's just, it's not as complicated as, as other solutions are. Well, that dual use allows you to, you have your computer, your iPad, all your digital devices in your RV logged into the road links network. And then anytime you change, you connect to a parks, Wi-Fi, you go back to the cellular, you connect to a Walmart's Wi-Fi, you don't have to go update all those devices and reconnect to whatever your uh, network is. Exactly. Especially as we sort of enter this, you know, sort of smart home IOT space where, you know, I'm traveling with an Alexa device in my RV, right? Like, you know, changing the Wi-Fi on that thing is not easy. Um, <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, as, as we continue to travel with more devices and it just makes things a heck of a lot easier to to manage when they're all only connected to a single Wi-Fi network in your rig. Well, it sounds like the Roadlink is a real simple all-in-one solution that's going to help a lot of RVers out out there. And I I, I don't want to gloss over that that pay-as-you-go plan too, which I think is a really good solution for those people that don't need an annual plan and maybe go out for a month a year or just go out in the summers or, or go out for a week at a time and, and want to pay uh, just when they are going to use it. 
Yeah. I mean, it's a good way to start, especially if you think you're going to be, um, you know, jump in campground to campground where the Wi-Fi booster functionality could work really well for you in most cases. And then the, you know, that five gig, $25 a month plan actually becomes a, you know, a backup, um, when you're not in the campground or if campground, you know, Wi-Fi occasionally gets spotty or, or congested. So it's a, it's a good way to start out. And then if you realize you're using a bunch of data, jump over, um, sign up for the unlimited plan. Um, obviously some of us who, you know, occasionally work from the road, uh, that unlimited plan is the go-to right out of the gates. <laughs> but, <Right. laughs> uh, but that, that was our, that was our intent was to, you know, offer, a you know, those two tiers so that if you got, got an RV here, who's, um, you know, you know, what we call weekend warrior who's either out a few weeks a summer or, or, you know, a dozen long weekends a year, um, the, the smaller plan, um, will work fine for them. So what is the cost of the, the road link device itself? The road link device itself is $399 in the scheme of all the Wi-Fi boosters and, uh, and, um, LTE antennas that are out there today. Um, it's a, it's a great value and, uh, we're excited. If somebody wants more information about Togo and about the road link itself, where do they go? Um, they go to runswithtogo.com um, or runswithtogo.com slash road link. Um, we'll get you straight to the road link um, uh, product information and um, instructions on how to order one. And of course, they can go to their app store and download the app for free. Steven, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Really looking forward to the future of Togo. Thanks. We, uh, we love RV Miles and uh, look, look forward to, to hearing you. We want to thank Steven Heilman again for joining us on the show. And I sort of weaseled Steven into doing something for you guys. Jason's wheeling and dealing. <laughs> Togo is going to give away a Roadlink C2 connectivity kit to one of our listeners. One lucky winner is going to score the hardware that installs to the roof of your RV and makes internet connection available anywhere you go. So this is all you have to do to enter. You're going to head over to rvmiles.com slash 91. That's today's show notes website. And then you're going to click on the link that we're going to provide in the show notes. From there, you simply enter your name and email, and you could be the lucky new owner of the 4G LTE Wi-Fi router and extender that is changing the way, that is game changing the way RVers get connected on the go. So this is going to run until midnight, Friday, May 3rd. So you have about one week to enter. And then we will be announcing our winner on the May 11th episode. You have until midnight Eastern Standard Time on Friday, May 3rd to enter. Head over to rvmiles.com slash 91. Click on the link and follow the instructions. $400 giveaway. Really excited about that. $399, excuse me. $399.99 giveaway really excited to to be able to offer that to you guys you got a really good chance to win so I wish make I sure enter. to enter <laughs> <laughs> all right it's time for our fresh tank black tank segment this is the segment where we we give sort of the news of the week uh whatever's going on in the world in the rv industry in life uh, a thumbs up or thumbs down a flush or fresh. <laughs> so, you know what? I was talking to Jason about this and I feel like each week as we're going to keep doing these, I'm finding that really it's more just about like, what am I into this week? You know, and so that's kind of where mine's always going to sit. And you know what? I My fresh tank this week and I've been talking about it, we've been talking about it. I got a fresh tank, that new Star Wars trailer. <laughs> Okay, it has zero things to do with RV, but everything to do with my life. And that Star Wars trailer, The Rise of Skywalker, is so flippin' good. I don't even know what to do with myself. When she jumps up into the air, I was like, you do that. You do that. I love everything that's happening right now. And then they broke out that Princess Leia music. 
and I got all kinds of feels. And it just seems like we are such huge Star Wars fans in our house. First off, I should say it's probably pretty clear just by the this is the most enthusiastic I've been the entire podcast. (laughs) This seems like such a perfect cherry to finish out this saga. If this trailer and this is just a teaser, if this is any indication of what the movie is going to be like, I will see it 42 times just in the theaters. I promise you. (laughs) What's your black tank this week? Okay, my black tank this week. And this is like, this is a legit one. This is a legit black tank. And we've talked about this before. Anyone who drives fast in a campground. You know, we have a fairly new bike rider in our house now in Henry. And he wants to go with his brothers. And he wants to go in and he wants to ride his bike. And he wants to be independent. And he's all souped up so he can go do that. But it is so hard for me even to just let him go without me like just even where I can see him to the end of the road because I have been increasingly frustrated with how fast people drive through campgrounds. Now, this one here, people have been relatively good because there are kids everywhere. I mean, you can't take five steps without running into a kid here. But I cannot stress to anyone, even if you think no one's around and you don't want to drive the five miles. I mean, that's literally, don't even put your foot on the gas pedal. That's how slow you're supposed to be going in campgrounds. Even if you think it's an empty campground, slow down. Just slow down. You're not in a rush. You're camping. And I can tell you as a, as a mother who wants to let her kids go out and be independent and play, it's much appreciated if you would just take a little bit of effort and slow down in the campground. Amen. My fresh tank this week uh, is somewhat related to National Park Week. Oh, look at you. Nissan is building an ultimate Titan pickup truck for the National Parks Foundation. Okay, National Jason. Parks Foundation themed truck. I see you again. Okay. <laughs> you are, people know now. Having listened to his podcast a few episodes back, Jason is really wanting a truck. And he, you are doing exactly what you did to me when you wanted to build a bus. You are finding ways to slide that truck conversation into just our everyday life. Well, this isn't a truck that could pull an RV that I want to pull. It could pull a smaller one. But uh-huh. this is sort of an adventure truck. It's just they've just released like a, a pencil sketch. But. Man, it looks pretty cool because it's it's you know it's on the the Titan pickup truck, but it's got it the the rear bed is sort of like a public utilities work truck with like seven different doors and compartments in it, and then there's clearly like an air compressor in the back or a winch or something like that. There's a tire, there's a roof rack with a tire on it and a light bar, and then it's got a roof one of those rooftop tents that are the coolest thing on earth. Those flip up rooftop tents there's one across from us right now oh i saw yes that looks so good oh i want one of those so bad. Yes. even though we live in an rv I want, I want one of those tents that go on top of a vehicle this truck is like your star wars trailer <laughs> you're just like busting from the seams i i want one i want one i also i also I know, want Jason. the national park foundation uh winnebago class b i know you put national parks on it yeah. and we're gonna buy it it's, just, <laughs> it's a guarantee. My black tank this week is RV YouTube videos Uh-oh. that are, what's the word? Like clickbait. They're clickbait. It's the what... ones that have like, you know, the, the cover photo is like them looking serious and pointing at something and asking a, a serious question. I can't believe we did this. <laughs> <laughs> is it just me or have some of the RV YouTubers really started to become like 90s infomercials. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the it's across the board. This issue with clickbaiting. There is a difference, though. There's a difference. And people need to learn this difference. There's clickbait. And then there's teasers. Yeah. A teaser is going to entice you to click through onto something and it's going to continue that narrative. Well, nobody's ever going to call something clickbait. 
if it really follows up on and delivers on on its promise. Exactly. Right? It has to continue its narrative. Like what you tease with has to be just as good as what they're going to read. And what they're going to read needs to actually be better. A clickbait is going to it's going to spill all of its secrets and all of its interesting commentary in what gets you to click on it. And then you're going to click on it and you're going to be bored out of your mind. I watched one recently that was about Walmart ending overnight camping. And it's, and you know, the, the title is like, is Walmart ending overnight camping? And then you get into it and, and the video, and I won't name the YouTubers, but you know, they're a fairly big one. And they're acting like investigative reporters. First of all, they're <laughs> acting like they're on 60 minutes and they're very serious. We, we have some new information. Uh, it's very serious. So it's just come to us. So we want to get it out to you right away. And all they were talking about was the fact that some of these new Walmarts that are being built around the country have been looking at ways at better utilizing the parking lot space. So having more restaurants and other businesses in the parking lot areas, there's nothing new about that. They're Uh, trying to make it into almost like a mall experience. You know how you would go to the mall and you could do everything you needed to do just right in that space. And, and some of these Walmarts that have been doing that have been doing that for a while now. And most of them are not in areas where overnight parking was ever allowed. One of them being by your brother's house in downtown Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, we can all boondock <laughs> at that one. There's like 19 different of, uh, so far of, of these uh, of these Walmart markets where they're testing this vibe out. And yeah, Walmart's looking so wet. Walmart's looking at doing some other things. Yeah, there are Walmarts that you are no longer allowed to overnight camp at. Yeah, they have been reducing it a bit. But you know what? There's still a lot of Walmarts that you can stay at. That sounds to me a little bit like a Sherlock and Watson situation, but in the Will Ferrell, John C. <laughs> Riley arena and not necessarily the Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch and... Yeah. What's his name? Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman world. Yeah. It, you know, it, but it's stuff like that. You know, be real, be yourself, enjoy what you're doing, show it to us. That's what I want from some of these RV YouTube channels that, that we watch. So that's our black tank, fresh tank for the week. I hope you enjoy this new segment I as feel, much as I do. I just, I feel like I just got so much off my my shoulders <laughs> with that. It's time for the new brain teaser. Are you ready? Born ready. A man is sitting in a pub, feeling rather poor. He sees the man next to him pull out a wad of fifty dollar notes out of his wallet. He turns to the rich man and says to him, "I have an amazing talent." I know almost every song that has ever existed. The rich man laughs. The poor man says, I'm willing to bet you all the money you have in your wallet that I can sing a genuine song with a lady's name of your choice in it. The rich man laughs again and says, okay, how about my daughter's name? Minerva. The rich man goes home poor and the poor man goes home with a wad of cash. What song did he sing? If you know the answer, send us a message at editor at rvmiles.com or a direct message on any of our social media and you might win a Not All Who Wander Are Lost t-shirt. Newly redesigned. Newly redesigned. We'll have a link for you to buy them. I think they're pretty cool. And and we've got a sticker version too. The sticker looks good. Jack sat down and he was like, I want this one and I want this one and I want this one and I want this one. And then I said, well, do you have money for those things? (laughs) (laughs) Just because your dad designed them doesn't mean we get them for free, son. (laughs) Want to connect with other RVers and get tons of RVing resources and great discounts? From motorhomes, travel trailers, fifth wheels, bus conversions, and more, FMCA is here to enhance your RV lifestyle. For as little as $5 a month, you can travel with peace of mind knowing FMCA has your back. Get connected with like-minded RVers on their Facebook page, forums, at conventions, and events. Deals and discounts include RV insurance, roadside rescue, and tire saving programs. And their medical emergency and travel assistance program is included 
free. FMCA has a really great roadside assistance deal. If you are a member, you can get the discounted group rate of $69 a year for their roadside assistance. And really, we do not think it is a good idea to go RVing without roadside assistance. Those tow bills, a tow bill on our bus can be $600. Yeah, and this, for $69 a year, you are talking about towing to the nearest qualified repair center, fuel delivery, lockout service, tire change, battery boost, tech assistance, and more. $69 peace of mind. However, if you sign up by May 1st, you will get that rate. As of May 1st, they are increasing to $74. It's not a huge jump, just five bucks. It is still absolutely worth it. Lock in that $69 rate by May 1st and you will get it guaranteed for up to three years. Coverage is through Safe Ride RV Motor Club. They've been their trusted partner for since 2014. It's available throughout US and Canada. It's a really good deal. And you can even add coverage to your additional family members living in your household and your passenger vehicles. If you are not an FMCA member, now is the perfect time to become one. You can join for only $60, but RV Miles listeners can save $10 off that with code RVMILES19. Just go over to fmca.com slash RVMILES19 to save $10 on your yearly membership. All right, Abby, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Somebody asked me a question that I thought would be cool to answer on the show. You have to just pick one. What's your all-time favorite best RVing tip? Wow. You don't need everything they tell you you need in order to have a great RVing experience. And I don't want to flesh that out too much, but I mean, you don't have to go and buy all the RV gadgets, all the RV organizing tools, all the camping gear in order to have that really true RV camp experience. You really just need a dump hose, a power <laughs> cable, and a freshwater hose. Yeah. And, you know. And some food. And some food and some, <laughs> I mean, you can bring stuff from your kitchen. You know, it's nice to have all that stuff for the RV, but you can bring stuff from your house and to flesh it out for if, especially if you're only using it a few times a year. Yeah. I just, I think, and I fell prey to this to myself that, you know, when you're a new camper, be it an RV or a tent or however you're going to do it, it can get really, really overwhelming to try and plan. Uh, stay off Pinterest. You do not need to do any uh, camp recipe hacks. <laughs> there is there is no need to uh pre-make your pancake mixture before Put you it go. In a ketchup bottle. No, you that don't. That doesn't work. Don't need to do it. <laughs> just, you know what? Grab the box pancake mix and put it in the cupboard. You're good to go. Uh there is no need for, you know, special camp sheets on the bed. You can just use the sheets you have at home. Yeah, even if your beds are weird sizes, you know, if it's under a twin size, put a twin size sheet on yeah. it. You don't need any sort of special moisture wicking camp towels. They're fantastic. They're great to have. But I'm literally looking at five beach towels hanging up on our bathroom door right now that we use for the shower. Massive beach towels. Massive. Or we use them for the beach. <laughs> but we don't have any special sort of RV towel. And... You know, I think that that's it's it's just your home on wheels. What do you have in your home? You can have here, too. What about you, Jay? I had a little mo bit more time to think about it. Uh, yes, clearly, because you wrote your answer <laughs> in the outline. Well, there's a couple of things. I, I think the thing that we that we did early on was a plan to do too much uh, at one time. But B this is the mistake we made for a very long time that I'm glad we finally figured out for well over a year. Don't drive 40 miles or more out of the way to save $10 on a cheaper campground. Yeah. Because you just spent it in fuel <laughs> to get there. You not only did you spend it in fuel, even if the price is, you know, it, a lot better, you spend it on fuel and you spend it on time. And 
the thing you always forget too is like, oh, this campground, maybe it's only 25 miles out of the way. This is 25 miles there and then 25 miles back to your route. Yeah, so it's and 50. Most likely it is not going to be on a well-maintained road. <laughs> right. And often ends ends with us arriving at night. So we we don't do that anymore. We're either, if, especially if it's overnight stuff, we're just boondocking usually. Or we actually have spent more money. The most money we have spent on campgrounds has been for one night stops. Because we'd rather pay for that convenience than pay for the expensive campground for, you know, a week or two. Can I have a sub answer sure. to my other answer? And that would be, don't be afraid to boondock in a Walmart. Yeah. Cracker Barrel. Even if you you don't need whatever. batteries, solar, no, nothing. As long as you can keep your, your fridge cold, you're good to yeah. go. You don't need your air conditioning. Look, I mean, if it's August and it is 100 degrees in the nighttime, maybe. Maybe you don't need to be boondocking. But most but. of the rest of the year, you can overnight. You usually don't need air conditioning at nighttime. Absolutely for us. So much easier if we have an overnight on our way to somewhere to do that in a rest area a Walmart, a Cracker Barrel, you know, wherever. And there are plenty of resources out there to find these places, to have them reviewed, to feel safe doing it. It is so much easier for us to do that than to pull into a campground, back into a campground, get hooked up into a campground, and then have to do a repeat all those steps in reverse the next morning to go. Yeah. And it took us a long time to figure that it took us a oh, long time to feel okay. confident yeah. in ourselves. It really wasn't even about figuring it out. It was the confidence that you and I were lacking. No, and yeah. The, once we did it the first time, we were like, oh, this is right. stupid easy. This, how, why were we not doing this it earlier? Get, it gets hard the longer you boondock, right? Yeah. But one night is a breeze. Unless, I mean, you might have reasons. You might have, you know, medical equipment that needs hooked up or whatever. But if you're if you're just the run of the mill camper, your overnight is generally going to be pretty simple. It's no different than staying in a tent. All right, it's time to do a gear review segment. We're going to try to do more and more of these because you guys seem to like them. There's a lot of cool stuff out there. Yeah. Stuff you wouldn't even think. Again, it's not that you need it. You don't need it to go out and have the RVing experience. But there are some really cool things out there that are being designed. More and more companies are popping up in the RV and camping world because they know that more and more of us are doing this. And we really like things that are multi-purpose. Yes. And this piece of gear is a perfect example of that. This is the C-Gear, C-G-E-A-R, the C-Gear sand-free mat. And boy, could that have not fallen in our lap in a more perfect time. I'm going to go put it in Jack's bed. <laughs> <laughs> this this mat is uh, it's it's a mat that was originally designed actually for military helicopter use. This fabric was designed for that. And what it is, it's, it's two sort of layers of mesh fabric and they sew them together and they it, it's very well constructed and. What it does is it allows sand or dust or other bits of dirt and rainwater to flow right through it. So if you take it out to the beach and, and lay it down on the beach like we have several times while we've been here in Pensacola, you get a little sand on the top of it. You just kind of rub the sand a, a bit. You, you know, really just wipe your hand across it and it falls right through it, but it can't come back up which is the greatest part, but it's magic. What we love about this though, is that it's a super, it's not like a beach blanket, right? Mm -mm. It's, it's, it's thicker than that. And it's hardier than that. It's actually strong enough that you can use it as the mat outside the front of your RV. You know, a lot of people use these mats that allow a bit of sun and rain to fall through them. So they don't kill the grass and everything. You can use this for that. You can use it for that and then you can take it to the beach. You can take it to the park for a picnic. And what I love about it is it has grommets all over the place. I think the one we have, we have the 10 by 10. It's huge. It's, it's pretty big. 
I love that though, before yeah. you get into the this other little bit about it. I love that you can get something this big. And the reason why I wanted to do the 10 by 10 is we're five people. And when we have these beach blankets or these mats, and they'll say, you know, uh, perfect for five, four or five people. That is if you're just sitting. That's bodies like laying right next to each other. Like yes. they measure tents. Right. And I wanted something that we could go, we could take to the beach. We could just lay it out. We could have our stuff on it and we could be on it and we could be comfortable on it. We could stretch out if we wanted. We could eat. We could picnic and not feel like we were right on top of each other, especially as these boys keep getting bigger and bigger as the years go by. This thing that it delivers, it's big enough for all of us to have our own little corner of the world. But without it seeming like you walk up on the beach and you start laughing because you're like, why do those people have like, they literally just brought like the house size mat yeah, with them. Their little blanket. So uh, this comes in all sorts of different sizes. They have yoga mat sizes. They have a little landing pad for drones, all sorts of stuff. They even have big ones meant for going next to your RV that are like up to 24 feet long in one direction and then eight feet the other way. So big, long rectangle that you can run down sort of the length of your RV. But I was talking about the grommets and this, the 10 by 10 that we have has 16 grommets on it. It's five down each side and you know the corners count double. So it's 16 and they're heavy duty grommets. So you can really stake it down and not worry about it flying away or anything like that. But uh, it, it's just a really great, solid piece of gear. It's a little on the pricey side. I, ours was about a hundred bucks for the 10 by 10. It, it's worth it. It is um, absolutely worth it. But yes, you're right. It's, it's more than people expect to pay for a mat. We, and we talked a lot about this. I think that when you put it into perspective, what you can do with it, the durability of it and how it's meant to really take a beating, it will over time be what you would probably pay if you were constantly having to replace mats because you are or if you had multiple mats for multiple different uses around your campsite and then out on the beach or on when you go to the park, whatever. If you lumped all of those together and you just bought this one, I think you would still come out around the same price point. You know, what I love about it, too, is that we still haven't gotten rid of our our old mat yet. I don't know if we're going to because as much as we love that it's dual purpose, uh, Abby's not going to want us to walk on it for no. some time. No, for sure. No, so. I, the new, the, the new sheen has to wear off of it before I actually let us start, you know, using it for real life. But once we do get rid of our old mat, <laughs> what I love about this is it's bigger than our old mat, which is sort of the standard, you know, you go buy at Walmart RV mat. And we got ours at camping world Yeah, on sale. Good deal. The, the, so the, what we have from Sea Gear is bigger, but it actually folds up smaller. Yeah. And it has a really great little handy bag that you can carry with a drawstring. Our, our, our old one takes up a lot of room in storage. And that's that's been kind of annoying to me for quite some time. So I'm excited about this taking up a, a little less room. If I have one complaint, it's that it's not like super comfortable to lay on like a blanket, you know, would be I at the beach no or something like that. that. I think for me, I kind of wanted, you know, you still want to lay on a towel at the beach or whatever on top of it. But I find it so annoying, too, <laughs> that you immediately knew why this thing is not being used for the oh, front of I know. RV. Come on. It's so it's just you, it's so annoying. I like, got your number. Eight, six, seven, five, three, oh, nine. Got your number. So. I've got a full review of the Seagair Sandfree mat and you check up their whole lineup and all their colors and stuff. Um, if you take a look at my review on RVMiles.com, I'll link to it in the show notes, or you can look at their website, which is Seagear-Sandfree.com. Okay, I think that is about the end of another jam-packed episode of RV Miles. For links to everything we talked about today, visit rvmiles.com slash 91. You can also find more of the latest news, reviews, and travel info, like info about the United States' newest international dark sky park. It is a park that if we do not get to soon, I'm going to just, I'm going to bust. Find out about that at rvmiles.com. 
And of course, if you love the national parks like we do, we hope that you will join us over on America's National Parks podcast. This week's episode is about the Golden Spike National Historical Park and the 150th anniversary of the Transcontinental Railroad completion, which is coming up on May 10th. Follow RV Miles as well as our personal travel blog, Our Wandering Family, all over social media. And We're visit just everywhere. Us, and visit us at ourwanderingfamily.com. Yes, and a very, very, very hearty thank you to our sponsors, LL Bean, the FMCA, PelicanCoolers.com, and Togo. Don't forget to go sign up for the, the Togo sweepstakes. Win that router. Yeah, you only have until midnight Eastern Standard Time, May 3rd to enter rvmiles.com slash 91 you'll find the link there until next week you guys thank you so much for listening we so appreciate it if you have questions comments or suggestions for upcoming topics find us at editor at rvmiles.com and until next week keep logging those rv miles bye bye everybody bye